A, a Canadian woman with a power of attorney has taken thousands of dollars from a 97-year-old dementia patient. This is a story that is really making headlines this afternoon. Critics say that the case exposes gaps in both our justice and banking systems. And joining us now to talk more about this is Kavina Negrani. She's the chair of the Canadian Bar Association's Elder Law Section and joins us now here on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Kavina, good afternoon. Hi, how are you? I'm well, thanks. Uh, Thanks so much uh, for uh, joining us. First, I just wanted to start with the uh, basics here because, uh, you know, I think we've got a lot of people listening who are either uh, getting up there in age or perhaps are getting to the age where they're uh, concerned about caring for their elderly parents. And when it comes to, we hear this term bandied about uh, all the time, power of attorney, what exactly does that mean? What sort of powers does it give the person that has that bestowed upon them? So in the particular um, case that that broke the news um, last week and also today, uh, they're talking about the power of attorney for property. Uh, Essentially, it's a document that authorizes somebody else to be your substitute decision maker when you're alive, but perhaps incapable of making decisions for yourself. So it's quite broad um, authority that it would give somebody over all of your property. So all of your assets, your banking, your your investments, your house, uh, essentially, they, they essentially have your signature. And uh, is there any sort of qualifying process that somebody has to go through to become a power of attorney? Or, uh, I mean, essentially, and we're talking about, again, a 97-year-old a patient with a dementia here. This is uh, somebody that could easily, I guess, be tricked or, or fooled into signing over uh, the, these powers. Yeah, it's, it's, it's unfortunately um, uh, becoming more and more of a problem in, in our aging demographic. Um, there is no real vetting process or qualifications to become somebody's power of attorney or substitute decision maker. Um, you do need to be at law capable of granting a power of attorney. So um, for somebody like uh, like this woman, um, um, that was in the news today, Christine Fisher, if she already had dementia when she granted the power of attorney, it's quite likely that that power of attorney can be deemed invalid um, and invalidated by the courts. But um, I don't know the particulars of this case, but presumably she may have granted this power of attorney while she was capable. Right. But uh, is there any regulatory body or should there be? Do we need some sort of uh, regulatory body to look over power of attorneys here uh, before somebody uh, is granted that sort of authority and power? Well, of course, that would be ideal if there was a big brother watching over everyone. But unfortunately, um, um, today, I would say I would say the public guardian and trustee, which is an office of the Ontario government, um, it is there for people that don't have a power of attorney. They do look after, um, they are the substitute decision makers for people who perhaps don't have these documents in place. And they have an investigations unit as well, which people can report um, issues to and they will investigate. And, you know, if, it, if need be, they will um, uh, take over as as somebody's decision maker. I guess the uh, problem there being, of course, that's uh, after the uh, fact, and then you've got to go through the uh, legal process to try to uh, right any sort of uh, alleged uh, wrong here instead of uh, dealing with this uh, up front. And, uh, you know, in some cases, including this one, we're talking about uh, thousands of dollars. Absolutely. But, I mean, I'm sure you can imagine that for, for, for there to be a body or um, some sort of over, like, regulatory body that's going to oversee every single person's power of attorney, 
uh, it's a feat that I think no, no one, nowhere in the world has been able to accomplish or, or take care of this issue. So, you know, my ears are, eyes are wide open if there's any bright ideas out there, but it's a tricky one. It's difficult, right? Yeah, it's tricky. It's difficult. And is it also a bit of a growing problem as we have a, a aging population, people are uh, living uh, longer? Yeah, absolutely. I think there's a, I think the statistics a few years ago said that there's more people in Canada that are over the age of 65 than there are under the age of 15. So, you know, we have this demographic, these issues, cognitive issues are, are prevalent in the elderly um, and they're vulnerable population. So absolutely, I think as, as much protection as we can put in place for this demographic, the better. Um, I know the Canadian Bar Association, we work closely and we, we have conversations with the Canadian Bankers Association all the time. So um, there are steps absolutely being put into place to take further precautions and at least to to highlight these issues and recognize these issues up front when, where we can. Um, but, you know, there, it's, it's step by step. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just finally, uh, what is uh, your best advice as the system is uh, currently set up now for those that uh, maybe have uh, elderly parents that uh, need some additional care and they're looking at this? It's just to make sure that you have a good and a frank conversation with your parents before something like a dementia really, uh, sadly, in some cases, uh, takes over and that uh, it's very clear, uh, you know, what the parent or uh, the person that's granting power of attorney, what their wishes uh, were. Mm-hmm. Um, I think first and foremost, we all have to remember that these things don't always only affect the elderly. Um, so, you know, it's very important just as young adults um, to put powers of attorney documents in place, to have a will when you have assets. And and absolutely, I think, you're, to your point, the, the family conversation, there's nothing like it, right, to, to at least be open and honest with those around you that care about you um, as to what your wishes are and how you foresee things evolving if you were incapable one day. And that doesn't necessarily have to be when you're 90. Uh, there could be an accident where you're no longer capable when you're 30. So that would be my, my best advice to everybody out there listening. Yeah, those are a tough but a necessary conversations. Uh, Kavina, thank you so much for this conversation. Appreciate you coming my on this pleasure. afternoon. My pleasure. There goes Kavina Negrani. She's the chair of the Canadian Bar Association's Elder Law Section. On this a story that is really starting to trend this afternoon, this a woman with power of attorney taking thousands of dollars from a 97-year-old dementia patient.